0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on PING.TV Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, back to this brochure. And now we're on this uh, page here. This is Coral Gables recognized nationwide as a pioneering smart city. And let's just go through some of the graphics they have here before I read the next section, uh, next section. This is award-winning smart city innovation and technology. Um, And they've got the 2002 winner, Smart Cities Council Smart City Innovation Excellence Award. They've got the American Society for Quality 2019 International Team Excellence Award case study competition, third place. Uh, They've got like a state and local IT influencers, Smart City Expo. They're named to eight smart cities to watch in 2020 by State Tech Magazine, the IEEE 2017 World Standard Day Smart City Video Contest Prize. They have the uh, National Institute of Science and Technology Global City Teams Challenge, the Super Cluster Co-Chair Action Cluster Chair. Uh, They've got the 2018 Digital Cities Award first place for less than 75,000 population category. They're named to the top 10 performing ITEA teams from around the world, 2019 Quality Progress Magazine, 2021 Impact in Local Governments, 2021 Pioneer in Local Governments, and then they've got the 2020 Smart 50 Award winner, Urban Infrastructure Category, and then they've got the 2019 and 2020 Open Cities Index Awards winner, United States first place. Uh, They also won the award for the closest replica of uh, Terminator's Skynet. (laughs) That's where they're going, folks. That's where they're going. Let's go through this. This is the elevator pitch here. This is what if I was standing up in a room, I was going to sell someone on investing in Coral Gables. Again, this is from the government. It says, Coral Gables was founded on innovation being one of the very first planned communities in the United States. Today, we're known nationwide as a smart city leveraging information and communication technologies to benefit our residents, employees, businesses, and visitors, as well as make our city more resilient and sustainable. That's their elevator pitch. Their story here says technology plays an important role in many of our city services and operations by fostering communication and collaboration among employees, residents and businesses, expediting tasks, increasing productivity, reducing our carbon footprint, assessing and managing risks, improving safety, making government activities and finances more transparent and making city services better smart devices, systems, and sensors already in place around Coral Gables from an interconnected network that gathers and analyzes data we can act on in real time. Much of this data is freely open to the public via dashboards, an application store, citizen engagement tools, and our Community Intelligence Center on Coral Gables Smart City Hub. And that's at CoralGables.com smartcity. Uh, It goes on to say, uh, Coral Gable's award-winning IT department works closely with leading tech experts and with multiple partners in professional organizations and academia to ensure our city remains on the cutting edge of technology. Thanks to the Coral Gable's Smart City Solution Competition, launched in collaboration with the University of Miami, the public had an opportunity to bring innovative apps and other technology solutions to our attention. This is the uh, so-called public-private partnership, folks, the public-private partnership, where the government and the private companies and the universities, they all get together on building a prison planet. goes on to say, improving sustainability, over the last 10 years, the city of Coral Gables has become a leader in sustainability and resiliency in Florida and across the nation. The city's journey in sustainability started with the development of the city's sustainability management plan in 2013. In this plan, the city identified 23 district projects with the goal of reducing energy and water consumption, fuel usage, and overall greenhouse gas emissions by 20% by 2025. Now, if I have Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, dig into this, she'll find that that all came out of the UN sustainability goals. Why? Because Maria knows how to research that that stuff and everything comes out of the un sustainability goals i told you this is top down technocracy is top down not bottom up it says uh, environmental sensors around coral gables measure air quality and noise pollution while sensors in our waterways monitor uh salinity ph levels presence of chemicals depth of water and overall water quality This is how they can figure out if they need to add more poison to the water to kill you. Goes on to say this data allows the city and outside experts to more easily detect and respond to critical issues such as red tide, extraordinary fluctuations, and storms. (laughs) We talked a little bit about red tide with Wide Awake Jim in episode 148. Um, If you want to listen to that, go right ahead, folks. Goes on to say bolstering resilience Coral Gables was implemented powerful data centers to expand our capacity to support vital activities, such as provisioning services before, during, and after a hurricane, to keep services functioning when natural disasters cripple the conventional power grid, and our city is pursuing matching grants to install power, uh, sorry, solar and wind microgrids. I was talking to my father, Lou Gold, last night about this. And he said, yeah, well, somebody's got to get down inside the system and turn the switch off and the whole city shuts down. I said, or you get a high-end battery-powered uh, metal cutter, metal grinder, and some black spray paint. And you go to town on those smart poles and all the cameras and start painting them all over. I mean, that, that's really the only way you could fight back. And you have to do it in a way that you keep your head down because if you get caught by the system, You know, they're going to put you in prison, folks. It goes on to say increasing transparency. Through our smart hub, anyone could view Coral Gables' legislative, financial, and public records. Citizens can easily assess city revenues such as property taxes, expenditures, such as capital improvement programs, budgets, and demographics, review public records in the legislative calendar, watch a legislative session live, and even see which lobbyists are registered with the city. So you can see all that. Of course, you could see all that before this technology existed. <laughs> it wasn't that difficult to do it, folks. Uh, improving services. Smart technologies enable all types of business with Coral Gables, including payment, passport applications, business licenses, and permits to be transacted online. Of course, the government shouldn't be doing any of that. So You don't really need an online service if the government didn't exist. Goes on to say, downloadable apps like Coral Gables residents check on traffic, order free rides on sustainable freebie vehicles, and find and pay for parking by smartphone. See, everything is interacting with the government so you can give them more money, folks. Goes on to say, streamlining operations. Coral Gables has been implementing several enterprise systems that enable our city to better manage citizen services, city assets, facilities, permitting, finance, operations, procurement, human resources, and payroll by streamlining our procedures and reducing data entry. Employees will get the data they need whenever they need it to better um, to make it doesn't say to better decisions and improve our city's day-to-day operations. And again, they have a picture here of this office with all these big uh, computer monitors where they're basically monitoring the entire city now we're going to move on to the next page in the brochure and i'm going to go through all this folks because again this is anatomy of a real world smart city so again instead of talking in abstract about all the creepy dystopian technology let's actually look at america's number one city when it comes to implementing smart city prison planet technology um, it says right here at the top, play augmented reality video using the Global Village AR app, which I, I did not download. All right. There's a picture here of this team. It says this is the IT department senior team. Uh, I'm not going to go through all these different people here. Uh, it says uh, reducing crime to make faster and better informed decisions. The Coral Gables Police Department now leverages such technologies such as closed circuit TV cameras, Mobile technologies. Um, I'm sorry. Mobile camera banks in critical areas, license plate readers, drones, crime data analytics, and safe, uh, safer watch app, which enables citizens to text police and update photo, upload photos and videos of incidents as they witness them. With the owner's consent, our police is also able to upload and monitor video from more than 3,000 doorbell cameras now installed in homes across the city. So, what you have right there, folks? All right, so you've got this technocratic utopia that people live in. Right, technology makes it easier for the government to shake you down, essentially, to control you, to manage you, to run the plantation. And now it's even better because the citizens um, can actually upload photos and videos of other citizens that are breaking the rules inside the technocratic prison plan. So now the prisoners walking around in the prison yard can take photos and videos of each other and report each other. I don't know, like if they catch you, I don't know, jaywalking or something, maybe you um, planted an organic tomato instead of a GMO tomato, so you're not allowed to do that. And then. The 3,000 doorbell cameras, so you've got, you know, Google's version, you got Amazon Ring, uh, you can actually upload those right into the city system and give all of that data right to the technocracy. So you can wire yourself right into the government that is spying on you, right, with the license plates, readers, the drones, real-time crime data analytics, all this stuff. Well... Where's all the unhappy people? Where are the criminals coming from that live in such a fantastic utopia? I mean, you would imagine there would be no crime in a place like Coral Gables because everyone would be so happy. I mean, it's amazing, folks. If you have to buy a $1,000 building permit from the city, you don't have to wait in line anymore. You could just do that online. You can just wire the city your money. In fact, You'll eventually be able to just hook up your central bank digital currency wallet to them, and they'll just take the money whenever the AI thinks you're going to need a building permit. So where's all this crime coming from? So now, all of a sudden, the city residents, the prisoners themselves, which they don't realize they are, are now able to just connect their phones and connect their cameras and everything right to the city. It's just one giant spy apparatus. What the people in the city don't realize... Is that the criminals walking around that the government in which they're giving all the data to and cooperating with, the prisoners walking around that they are monitoring are them. It's in fact you. You are the prisoner in the prison that they are using all the technology to watch, yet they convince you. That by you adding all of your data, connecting all of your devices that you pay for to the city's neural network, to their innovation hub, to their control room, to their dystopian headquarters, you are actually helping police yourself. <laughs> Smart cities for stupid People. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back with the anatomy of a real-world smart city. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on PING.TV slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. (laughs) All right. Unbelievable it really is folks but at least they are transparent they're telling you what they're doing uh this next section driving economic growth we mentioned some of this yesterday uh, but we were reading an article yesterday now we're actually going through the city you know marketing material which i think is great says driving economic growth our city tracks real-time pedestrian and vehicular traffic data in downtown areas Retail businesses can use this to determine when they should be open and it can improve marketing and sales strategies. With our sensors, we can even tell them how long visitors stop in front of their windows. Free public Wi-Fi has helped drum up business as well. So now it's the government's job to do marketing for the local businesses. Well, can't you just put up your own Amazon Ring camera? and be watching the traffic in front of your store by yourself. No, the government's going to do that for you. Don't worry. The government's in charge of marketing your downtown business now. They're helping you with analytics. Maybe they'll run your website next. Maybe they'll do your books. How about you just send all your money... You know, that you make it your store. It comes in through your Square register in your store. It comes through your Stripe account on your e-commerce site. You just funnel all the money to the city. The city will take out all the money that they think is theirs, and then they'll send you money. You don't have to do anything anymore. In fact, the city will just send AI robots down to man your store. You don't have to do anything. It'll be run by the city. Uh, This section... Awards and recognitions. I know we've gone over this, but let's see. Sometimes there's new information that pops up. It says, Coral Gables is proud to have won several awards and recognitions for the smart city technologies we're developing and implementing. Our city received the 2022 Innovation Excellence Award from the Smart Cities Council for being a leader in applying technology to improve operational efficiencies, quality of life, public safety, and mobility. It's quality of life. If you you like living inside the prison. Uh, It says, for our ability to leverage data and technology to improve our city services, Coral Gables won first place in the 2018 Digital City Survey among cities with less than 75,000 residents. They'd love to push that one. This is a recognition of a city's performance and innovation in using technology to align with city goals, promote citizen inclusion in important government processes, share government data with the public, Proactively address citizen expectations, boost cybersecurity, and increase efficiency. Says the National Institute of Science and Technology highlighted Coral Gable Smart Cities initiatives in its Global City Teams Challenge. A collaborative platform enabling local governments, nonprofit organizations, academic institutions, technologists, and corporations from all over the world to form project teams to work on groundbreaking Internet of Things and cyber physical systems applications to benefit cities and communities. Now, you may be saying to yourself, this sounds like heaven on earth. I would want to live in a place like this. Well, that's why it's important that we go through this because everything else out there is designed to really be fear porn and in most cases to make you believe that this stuff is an abstract it's a theory it hasn't been brought into practice well it's been brought into practice and coral gables is the perfect place to highlight now until we were down on the ground interviewing folks there to see how much they actually know about this how well it's working if they like it if they enjoy it or if uh, ever since they put up the smart polls, these folks are getting 342 dollars in tickets mailed to their house every single day well they won't be able to have a car soon in coral gables so So that won't be a problem. You can use the electric free taxis. It's fantastic. They just usher you back and forth between your apartment prison cell and your work. It goes on to say, uh, Coral Gables IT department placed third in the American Society for Quality International Team Excellence Awards. Our team was invited by ASQ to present our IT. 6 sigma black belt project at the 2019 world conference on quality and improvement as part of the itea case studies exp- exhibitions these guys win a lot of awards for i mean they're really credited as the first sort of uh, fully functional smart city in america Goes on to say Coral Gables was selected as one of 35 champion cities nationwide in the 2018 Bloomberg Philanthropies Mayor Challenge, a competition designed to help city leaders think big, be bold, and uncover innovative ideas that tackle today's toughest problems. In 2021, the city achieved SoulSmart's Silver designation through the Solar Foundation, International City uh, County Management Association, and the U.S. DOE Solar Energy Technologies Office. Now, you could go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole looking into all these organizations. And, and Wide Awake, Jim's first uh, question to me is how many of these things are backed by, you know, the Rockefellers or Rockefeller Institute or Rockefeller Foundation? Again, I mean, you could spend the rest of your life researching all this. What I'd love to see if there was a member of the audience or a member of Payne.tv slash gold or a member of the uh, a listener over at Thomas Payne Podcast, if we had someone who knew how to program for AI, and I know this could be done because there's a tech company I was actually doing some work for in 2013 out of Atlanta. A friend of mine was business development for them. And this is before Google and others implemented semantic search. It was almost... Um, a precursor to what you're seeing coming out now with the open AI chat. And these uh, Indian guys had developed the ability um, and, they, and they were using some of this inside of city and inside some insurance companies for uh, like an actuarial tool. And what you could do is you could plug in different spreadsheets, different data sets. And then they're almost like apps on your phone. And you could click on say like three data sets. And then it had a really good user interface uh GUI, a graphical user interface, and you could type in a question. So let's say you had a list of all the visitors to the White House from I don't know, 2018. Uh, then you had a database on that. And then you had a database on all of the lobbyists um, you know, in Washington, D.C., and then you had a data set on all the donations from lobbyists to Candidates to you know sitting elected officials to PACs and things of that nature. Then you could ask the system questions like uh, you know, which lobbyist uh, visited the White House most? And then you could start to compare and ask uh, questions, drill down into the data and say, well, this lobbyist who gave the most to the Democrat Party or the Republican Party or whatever it may be was allowed into the White House the most amount of times in that given year. And you could start to draw conclusions that if you pay more money, you're allowed in the White House more. Well, what I would love to see is if we started building out a database. Of all uh, the Rockefeller foundations and then figuring out all the NGOs and figuring out how much money the Rockefellers gave them. And then a database where you could plug in here and you could say, for instance, International City County Management Association, and it would pop up and it would say, gets money from this, this, this. Those get money from this, this, this. They get money from Rockefeller Foundation. I mean, it'd be really interesting um to build something like that all right it goes on to say electric vehicles and alternative transportation the city currently has the largest municipal electric vehicle fleet 65 electric vehicles in the state of florida they have more now i think they're up to 78 or something currently 12 percent of the city's total fleet is electric which puts the city near the top of the list of electric fleets in the nation the city has also installed 36 public private charging stations throughout the city and is just getting started. The city has a goal of 246 charging points and 145 charging stations over the next few years. Alternative transportation is also a top priority in the city. Currently the city has over 10 miles of bike lanes with plans to increase to over 35 miles. Pretty soon they're going to be rebuilding the lanes for horse and buggy, which is not a bad idea folks. That I can that I can get on board with. Goes on to say the city also provides free bike racks to the businesses The city and free bike racks. They're not free because the businesses and the people pay taxes to the city. That's where that comes from. In fact, the city is also getting grants, just like the federal government. They spend more than they take in. And then they get money from places like the Rockefeller Institution to implement a lot of this stuff. Goes on to say the city offers a free trolley service in downtown that has over 1.2 million riders per year the city has also implemented a pilot program for electric scooters implemented a freebie service that had over sixty thousand riders in its first year and began development of a state-of-the-art mobility hub building the city is working hard at connecting the first and last mile of the transit now for those of you uh, who didn't listen yesterday what the city is in the process of actually doing here is they want to get rid of all cars. They're going to sell off the city parking lots to the so-called private sector. And then they want to basically get rid of vehicles in the city and have everyone driving around in free electric vehicles for now, supplied by the city. And then this garage number one, they call it, houses all of the drones as well. And they're starting to um, deploy. Well, they're already using drones for flying over public events, policing. All this other stuff, but they want to start uh, using drones for, like, package delivery in cooperation with Amazon. That's actually coming. It goes on to say, green building. The city also developed a new state-of-the-art public safety building and a trolley maintenance facility. That were built to lead silver green construction practices. The city requires all future city public buildings, private buildings over 20,000 square feet to be built to lead silver or equivalent. In 2022, the city achieved lead gold certification for cities and communities. And you can look into all that stuff as well. That comes out of the UN sustainability nonsense. Uh, Green space. The city has over 295 acres of parks and is continuing to purchase additional green space to be converted into community parks in different areas of the city. Coral Gables has an extensive tree canopy. Ooh, they actually have trees. They're not AI trees. That's crazy. With over 41,000 tree co- uh, percent f- I'm sorry, 41% tree coverage and over 40,000 trees in the public right-of-way and has been Tree City USA for the past 37 years. It's a tree city and a uh, free-range vegetable garden where idiots just walk around and allow the government to push them around while they connect up all their smart devices and share all of their personal data with the city of Coral Cables. I, I mean, it's, it's frankly amazing, folks. All right, absorb that stuff when we get back. We're almost done with this brochure, and we're going to show you the uh, digital twin of the city where they actually have the whole city scanned in now uh, and we've heard a lot about this world economic forum held a panel discussion on digital twinning of the industrial world where all the buildings everything's going to be scanned in and they're going to create a digital twin of the real world well coral gables is on the cutting edge of that ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back this dust to go with the dust and gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold